When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Vulnerable. On today's episode, I get a great opportunity to speak with my friend in person, Tamin Sursak. Uh, we get to connect as moms, podcast hosts, child actors, you name it. It's a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, Tamin? You and I have been up since 3 a.m. this morning. Girl, four. <laughs> you you beat me. Wait, you have me beat. When you get up at four o'clock, hmm. are you not sleeping the entire time thinking that your alarm's not gonna go off? Yeah. Or are you just like trying to get into a dead sleep because you know that you're you only have like three hours of sleep? Yeah. All yes, of the above. <laughs> All of the above. I woke up in a sweat and I was like, Am I going through perimenopause? No. I literally thought yeah. that. Or am I just stressed about getting my flight? Both. And I woke up uh, in a sweat because I, I sleep with a heating pad because oh, I'm do. ancient. Do you? But what about it's getting, pad. but what about when in the middle of the night you're mm. actually not supposed to sleep with anything that's too warm because it will mm. wake you up? Shit. That's why I wake up. Oh, yeah. You're you like, just fucking solved it. You know what? You can pay me later. Okay. Cause... But it's that. And also, my fucking kid is not uh, it's sleep on your trained. head. You're literally, like, we don't, I try not to co sleep unless yeah. someone's sick. And then dad usually isn't sleeping in the bed. And I'm the one that's the default to take care of. I him out. Like, I love uh, yeah. my husband so much. Of course, and we love our husband. going to ask me to cut We love out. our husband. But, like, it gets to a certain point. He, I love him. Like, yeah. Honey, I love you. But he's about <laughs> to fall asleep. And then he's yeah. like. <laughs> and then I'm like. And then I'm like. Honey. And I'm so nice the first time. I, like, get a pillow and I prop his head up. So he's like. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like prop his head up and he's like trying to like it's a horrible way to try to sleep yeah and then i'm just like after the third time i'm like go to the other room i'm like get out of here <laughs> yeah it's just not you know after 16 years it's just like you just gotta sleep i didn't realize you guys have been together 16 I know. years i know take me back because i've been with my husband i'm celebrating my 10 year and we've been together anniversary or marriage marriage okay 12 year so we've been married 12 years, I think. <laughs> yeah, I like the years just go by. <laughs> the other day I was like, I think it's our anniversary. <laughs> I called him. Of dating. Hey, uh, no, of marriage. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, I know. I. You know what? I just think it's just a, a day. It we, is a day. And, and I think sometimes when you put so much pressure on the day, mm-hmm. we never do well. Like my the day before my birthday is always the best day. Mm-hmm. And my birthday always sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's too much stress. You're it's right. too much pressure. And then he feels like he's not doing the right thing or not, you know. So sometimes we'll just go to dinner. This is so random. And be like, this was our anniversary dinner. Aww. <laughs> because it was a good night. Yeah. You know? No, but that's really romantic. Yeah. Because then you're living in the moment and yes. you're like, what do they call it? Like romanticizing your life. I know. That's and really just, beautiful. And then at the end, I'll be like, okay, that was the that was the anniversary dinner. Girl, my <laughs> anniversary is on New Year's Eve. 
Is it? So I, I literally like talk about expectation. Why did well, you get married on New Year's Eve? Um, I'm a hoe for a holiday. <laughs> yeah. My first child is born on Christmas Eve. Okay, choice? Not choice. Induced. Induced, but her yeah. due date was Christmas Day. Okay. So I was like- You were just like, get her out before not Christmas. Not only get her out, but like- <laughs> Christmas I figured babies, that's hard. Christmas Day, everything's closed. When she grows up, she's not going to want to celebrate her birthday on a day that's- I know. Everything's closed. And my husband's is on uh, New Year's Day. Oh, Everyone's God, so. hungover. Everyone's over it. Yeah. Like, he does and it's not. like, but I want to like get a birthday cake. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, we're, we're done. We're done We're done with, with celebrations. You can go see a movie. And guys are really- f- I don't know about yours, but- Every man in my life's so weird about their birthday. So weird. What is that? So weird. Like, it's not that we can't mention it. We just can't do anything. And then I have this big meltdown about like, you've taken the joy away from (laughs) me being able to celebrate you. So he doesn't like to celebrate it. No. Okay. Because I have, it's either they're weird in that direction Mm. or they're weird the other way. My brother is so funny. He lives in Nashville. Oh, love you, him. you're going to move to. Love him. Love my <laughs> sister. I love them so much. Yes, we're hatching a plan, I guess, for me to be extracted from Austin and go to Nashville. Already done. <laughs> but she, um, she and I both have to laugh because my brother's like so big on his birthday, like yeah. needing to be celebrated in a particular way. I remember one year we went to Disneyland and he was like wearing a gigantic pin. And even That's my husband, my husband is like low key. Okay. Wants to be pampered. Wants to be. But then you got to look back at how were they raised? Yeah. Because I. Nobody made I always do deal. these disclaimers. I love my husband. I love my parents. <laughs> I love my mom. But, 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 but these birthdays were always such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And to be happy on those days was such a big deal. Like I want you to have the perfect day. And I want you to experience it the way that I want you to experience mm-hmm. it. And I think because of that, I, if it didn't go to plan, mm-hmm. I would feel like. I wasn't loved enough. Oh, right? shit. Your mom sounds like me. Like, <laughs> this is how I get on the holidays, but I'm in the midst of reparenting myself. Oh, yes. Aren't we all? Every day. Uh, I love watching time. your videos because of this. And like, Tamin and I were able to connect through some random mom sweepstakes on Instagram. <laughs> I remember that. Like, literally, I think it was like 2020. It's when we're all doing the giveaways because it's like, well, we're trying to get more people. Because the problem is Instagram really does try to not let you succeed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they don't want, if you're shoot, like if you've got a brand deal and you're like, yay, I can support my family. They're like, nope. Like (laughs) if you put a hashtag ad, no one's going to see it. But if you like pose like a sexy, like, Oh, oh, it's going to go wild. It's going to go, you know, so I just, I remember that was that time where people would, just, well, moms yeah. were like, how do we get more people to know about us mm-hmm. so we can talk about the things we care about? And also well, and some of that, us push out brands too. Uh-huh. And it's like, how do we do that without Instagram having to like completely cut us off at the knees? You killed it too. I don't know if I killed it. No, but. no, 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 no. Like I had, this was my, so my initial um, introduction to you was so cool because I looked up to you immediately and in that you felt so professional and organized that you like really were rallying all these women together. You were the person that was the point person for this, like, you know, thousands of dollars of, of products and then money too. I remember oh, we, it was we, money. Yeah, we were giving away money. That's yeah. right. We were giving up. But then Instagram was like, can't do that either. <laughs> so we're like, we're giving away Pelotons and iPads, yes. you know? Yes. I remember that. But And I remember yeah. DMing you and you just being such a badass. And you were like, this is how we do it. This is why we do it. This people is what get, I need from people you. People get floaty and they get, I don't know I if know, it's like an LA thing, but people are just like, you got to keep everyone in yeah. line. I loved it. And I was like, this chick, this chick. So you've been on my radar ever since then. 
And I was going I was, to come on your 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 YouTube. Yes, yes, that's okay. Don't worry. It was twenty. Literally no, like, I was coming. Oh, what happened? I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I'm okay. I, I never got a bad taste. No, in my mouth, I but. said yes. <gasps> okay. I relooked through the DMs, and you were like, "Hey, I want you to be on my Wait, YouTube." So I didn't I, follow through. I said yes. Oh. And then you said, "Yeah, let's figure it out." And I was oh, like, "Yes." No. And then the giveaway happened. Oh no! How funny. I know we could have been. Way we could have been chitty chatting, and, <laughs> no. and the weirdest part was the way that we reconnected was when she moved to Austin, and the the snowpocalypse happened. <laughs> and we were were you there or were you yes. out of town? I can't I remember. was there. Uh -huh. So we were commiserating through DM about yeah. it, and I think we were like talking like, about. Do you have heat? And you're like, we need no. to go through our DMs, girl. Document <laughs> no. our had friendship. A long history of a friendship through DMs. Yeah, like we really haven't spent any time in the same no. room. No. Oh, no, oh, I saw no, you over Zoom. We did over Zoom. I've been on your podcast. Podcast, yes, over which we love, and you're gonna come back again. If yes, you're still, if you're still available, girl, I'm always available for you, Good. and we are always available for you too. <laughs> I'm sleeping in your couch. Yeah, apparently. you are more than welcome. Please. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is is I was actually kind of bummed when you, you told me you were moving from Austin. I was like, fuck, I never got to be like her <laughs> friend, and I was really just starting to uh, branch out there. And I, you went to Sydney, yes, and you like were starring in a bunch of movies there. The pandemic through everything. You know, I was working on a show called Pretty Little Liars. Before that was Hannah Montana. Before that was Young and the Restless to get my green card. Mm -hmm. I remember right. And then I started on a show called Home and Away mm -hmm. in Australia. So it kind of was going from one thing to the next. And then the pandemic happened and like we were just didn't know what we were going to do because, mm -hmm. I mean, everyone was scared. Everyone didn't know what their future held. We No one was working. And so I remember saying to my husband, I was like, we're going to sell everything. And we're going to get in a car and we can't see anyone because it's a pandemic. And we're just going to like go to like national parks around America. And we got in like it wasn't even a proper camper van because everyone had rented them out mm -hmm. because everyone thought like I did at the mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a genius idea. It wasn't so genius. Mm -hmm. um, we had a Chrysler at the time that we were doing, I was doing work for Chrysler. Mm -hmm. We had a Chrysler minivan <laughs> with no snow tires, which got us stuck a few times trying to go up the hill in snow, which I've, I'm not a snow push person. Really? So I'm not, I don't know much about the snow. Sure, sure. So we ended up going on the, we were on the road for about three and a half months in our little minivan Chrysler yeah. in winter. Did you do content? Going around America. As you were doing, you were doing content? We did. We okay. saw some bison. We <laughs> we got, we, we got stuck on, mm -hmm. um on, on like one of the, the, the hills going up in our car that kind of started to spin out. Ooh, scary. And then we ended up in some motel in the middle of nowhere. And I, you know what? I think the pandemic was so Wild. horrible and scary Wild. in so many ways but it also was so connecting yes i mean i had never been so scared and so yeah. happy at the same time girl yes i like, look back on yeah. that time and i was stuck in my house in orange county with a newborn and um yes. like a toddler lennon was one see and mm. that's like you're so already quarantined from the rest of the world right. that it only heightened it yes. because then it was like well if i like, I mean, we all can feel this. I mean, and, yeah. and by the way, like we all have lived through September 11th and like, I know um, I was in New York at the time and um, that was my first, you know, mm -hmm. they call it a canon event. Mm -hmm. And then it was like this to me on record as a, now a new mom having mm -hmm. this happen mm -hmm. to our society was like our next massive oh, yeah. canon event. And you life. never, you know, when you look back at it too, you just think, oh my goodness, there's so much, uh, trauma mm -hmm. through all of it. I mean, my husband got COVID the first the first COVID oh, and boy. he was 
very touch and go, like very <gasps> ill. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we posted? were in Austin. Oh, yes. And he, his, his uh, temperature was so high for so oh, long that he was like delirious. And we couldn't get him to the hospital because the hospitals were accepting people. It had to be because you weren't breathing properly and his breathing was fine. But then he was quarantined upstairs. We were downstairs. I had a one and a half year old and a five year old. I didn't know if he was like what was going to happen. And I just remember thinking like this, this could, this could be it. You could and lose it was your just, husband. And we could lose my husband and mm-hmm. I didn't have any family and I didn't mm-hmm. have any friends. And I think that's one of the reasons I left Austin. You it wasn't because it. I didn't love Austin, okay. but because there's so much, there was so much trauma mm-hmm. from that experience that I just never want to revisit the, the, the Al, Aldo, mm-hmm. or is it Aldi's? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Australian. Aldi. Yeah. Aldi. Aldi yeah. I never want to revisit like Gelson's mm-hmm. that, that I had to go to to get mm-hmm. his medicine. And I never want to revisit the Whole Foods that I had to go to when mm-hmm. I was like, thinking he wasn't going to make it and waiting Mm. for the doctor to call me. Like, I just don't ever want to retrace those steps. So I think that one of the reasons we left was because of that. Girl, it's funny because we were just talking about how happy we are where we live and how different it is when we fly into L.A. Like we do. I mean, like there's a part of me that like sits here in this beautiful. We have we are so privileged to have this Mm -hmm. like studio and this wonderful crew. And I always want to be a team player in that regard and be grateful for Mm -hmm. this opportunity. But I am not my best self when I am right. here. Um, yeah. And I, I have to know that about my sobriety, my yeah. mental health, yes. right? Um, so w- be honest, like how do you feel when you like fly into LA? Well, and I I'll, think, then I'll be I honest. Think, I think to <laughs> answer that question, I have to back up of how I felt when I left. When I left, I didn't leave. I thought I was going on a road trip that never ended. Mm. Um, I thought that we were just gonna pack up all our stuff and after the pandemic, or we didn't really know, but we thought we would come back. Mm. Um, I didn't realize how so much of me was unhappy here until I actually left. And I was still holding on for this idea of like, no, no, we'll always go back to LA. It's pilot okay. season. And- it's all gonna be, we're always gonna go back because they're gonna need me here, right? <laughs> and if I had a show here, which I'm manifesting that I will, mm-hmm. then we will come back for that period of time. Yeah. The issue with LA from me mm. is it's so wonderful. I'm so happy. But the problem is it's so transactional. Yes. That everything, not everything, not everything. A lot of the Your times, experience a lot of, of the it. times, my experience is that mm-hmm. the friendships that I have for the most part, not all of them, but for the most part, is well, how can I help you and how can you help me? Mm-hmm. And f- I don't I don't do well having those own having those types of relationships in my life can I have a couple of them of course like we're in this business you have to understand that I've been in this business since I was um, my first job I was 13 years old on on TV so mm-hmm. I get it um but you know when my I had to put the emergency contacts down for my kids yesterday and I've been in Nashville for one year and I had six people to put down for emergency contacts that I know if anything happened to my kids, those six people would drop everything and they would go and help my kids. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't have two people after 16 years here. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't have two people, but I would be like, oh, do I want to burden them? Mm-hmm. You know, like are they going to think, well, the traffic, you know, like yeah. it's so far to get there, you know, right, and I know that right. that's a joke, but part of it's true. Hmm. It's entirely true. I think that like the older I get, um, the more community means to me. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's the draw for me to even go to, to Nashville because my brother's there with his kids and stuff. And um, but my, it's so funny. My in-laws relocated to Austin. My mom relocated oh, to no. Austin. So like now I have like a large amount of family there that that are yeah. emergency contacts. Yeah. But but yeah, it is. It, it was really fascinating to see you go. 
I feel like I really did follow your journey through pandemic mm-hmm. to, you know, when you went to Sydney to film those movies. And I, I gotta say, I'm still obsessed with your movie where you played a high schooler. <laughs> I think it's called Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, no. I don't know if I can say that. but It's independent, isn't it? It's, it's definitely. Watch it. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Well, no, but I, I'll say it. I'll say it. Yeah, I'll get in You trouble. say what it is. Yes, What's it called? I'll say it. It's uh, Blood, Sweat, and Sheer. Yeah. Okay. So I saw her promote this a lot, like way before Did the you watch strike. It? So no, what I need to, I want to watch <laughs> it like, with you though. Because no, when you watch it, I think you'll be kind of shocked. Oh, I can't wait. Well, no, but yeah. all of the highlights from what I saw them put, you know, I've been on Lifetime movies and whatnot, but this one was next level. And it your, feels different. It your feels performance like Heather's. was so, so good. Sweet. Heather's. Okay. It's like Heather's. It's like, it's like the nineties movies <sighs> that we used to watch. It, it, we just, it's very hard. And you know, this to have everything work in sync, mm-hmm. like from the actors to everyone cared about their job, which mm-hmm. sometimes doesn't happen, especially when it's a lower budget of mm-hmm. a film or TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, even bigger budget, you know, I, I sometimes look at, I'm some, I've been in TV shows or mm-hmm. movies and I'm like, huh, how did that, how did that come together? It was such a shit show. <laughs> like there's some stories that I'm like, huh, no one likes each other on that set, but doesn't look like it on the camera. It looks like everyone loves each other. So there's just so much of that that I just wonder, like, you know, it is movie magic, right? Mm-hmm. It is. Fix but, it in post. But that one, I thought this is going to be something really special. And I feel like I'm really, really proud of it. And, yeah. but, you know, I don't know if you feel this way too, but I feel like I haven't even started. Like, I, I've had a few people watch that film and go, wow, I didn't know that that's what you're capable of. And it's taken me a long time to say, you guys, I, I, I haven't even shown you even a taste of what I'm capable of yet. Okay. And, and it's only because I don't feel like I've ever had that opportunity mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. A friend of mine was recently, uh, I saw her crying on a podcast, um, she's a nurse. Hmm. Um, she's on one. She's a host of one of our podcasts, and she was on a Disney show. Um, her name is Jennifer Stone, and mm-hmm. I saw her opening up emotionally about how there's just so many talented people out there, right. and here specifically, <laughs> speaking of a transactional place. I mean, here she is. She's like a nurse at the ER. Mm-hmm. And um, all she really, truly wants to do is be like acting and, and right. sharing her talent with the world. And right. it's like, you're not given a community mm-hmm. to share those talents. Um, and if you think about the commodification of talent and the implications of that, like one, sometimes I'll talk about the child actor stuff and right. how, you know, that's inherently very um, damaging um, to, to, to the people themselves as they grow and grow out right. of it. Right. But, and we've also touched base, you and I, on this, where it's like, sometimes it's not, you know, it doesn't always have to, you don't always have to identify with that trauma. Right. It's something that you, so you told me when we were chatting in one of our awesome interviews, you were like, you know what? You've talked about your ED a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're like, I've talked about it so much that I just don't need to identify with it anymore. Right. It's funny because we just released a, a podcast and it's the first time, um, I have a podcast called Women on Top, and it's the first time I've actually talked about distorted eating. Sorry, not eating disorders. And 75% of American women have distorted eating. Mm. And it's interesting because when I first talked about my eating disorder, which was on a TV show, I was on a TV show when it happened. And, you know, I suffer from something called um, CEN and don't, it's, it sounds like boohoo, but it's not. It's childhood emotional neglect. And it's not exactly what it sounds like because I wasn't neglected by my family, wasn't neglected by my friends, but I was n- neglected in the sense of um, when I had a really severe eating disorder, no one said anything. Mm. 
and I was really sick. And it was mm. looked at as, well, she looks great. And I look back and I'm like, I look like, I don't, I don't look great. I look like a sack of bones. And um, what's also sad is I get a lot of DMs from these young girls saying like, I wanted to be you. Like mm. I wanted to look like you. And I also didn't eat very much because I wanted to be as thin as you. Mm. And as you get older, you realize there's no blame game here. There's no, you know, it, it was just a different time. Yeah. And I don't think if my children, which I wouldn't ever let them, but if they were ever child actors, um, which they wouldn't be because I wouldn't ever let them. I, you see how that's a cycle, right? <laughs> <laughs> which I would never let them do. Um, I would notice straight away. Yeah, but just, that's just because of of what I know now, yeah. and I think you can only do better when you awareness is the first step. And I go to therapy every week, and and I go to couples therapy, mm -hmm. not because it's broken, but because I don't want it to be broken. And it's so important in our fights, or even the way my my brain connects, that I need to be aware of the thought that comes in before. I do something and without awareness, you're never going to change. And so for me, it's like, okay, so now I'm aware of what distorted eating looks like. I will do my best to not pass that on to my children. Mm. I never now. So one thing that I do right, one thing is I never scrutinize my body in front of the mirror ever in front of my children. And I never pick myself apart. I never... I never look at my face and try to look like I have less wrinkles like I did with you <laughs> before we started. Yes, I did that. Um, I never like, you know, push my boobs up. I never, you know, suck my stomach in. I never do that in front of them. Mm -hmm. um, do I do it alone? Sometimes. Do I tell my husband that I don't like my body? Sometimes, but what I is, never do it in front of them. What does he say in those moments? My husband, honestly, I don't know if it's just him, but he's just like, he thinks that I look amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's really him thinking I look amazing or if he really thinks I, I don't I don't know because mm -hmm. of my own issues Processing. with feeling good enough. And, you know, I've, I, I said this on my podcast, too. Like, I, I always want to have the like a really good body, but I don't really know why. Like, why do I want to have like a ripped body? Why do I want to have a six pack? Why do I want to have a bubble butt? Why, why, why do I want it all the time? Even when I say I don't want it, I always do. Mm -hmm. Is it just the narrative that we've all heard about that looks the best? I mm -hmm. mean, I don't know why I'm, I still care about what my body looks like. Mm -hmm. It's probably like a really comfortable um, pathology for you mm -hmm. because it's the most familiar. Right. Because like for me, there's, uh, <laughs> for me, it's my teeth. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was on a TV show and had braces and um, the, the whole world had to see me get my teeth straight. And then literally right. like, one of those episodes was the braces coming off. Right. And so I feel like I was made fun of by my, for my teeth. Um, like, True. you know, before I got them on and then when I got them off, it was right around the time that I was like, you know, coming into my uh, teenage yeah. years. So now I'm almost 40 and I'd never wore my retainer mm -hmm. and my teeth are separating. <laughs> yeah. And that's, fucking what just happens. Yeah, it's just yeah. natural if yeah. you don't wear your retainer. And the funny thing is, is that people come for me now. Like if I managed to post a social the other day, I posted a social and I did it from an angle where I like moved it up and I just happened to be smiling and the teeth looked long. It's just a visual. Right. And I got so many gifts of donkeys and like, what is wrong with people? 
so I had to go into, because I was getting triggered by it, right? I, I went into my comment section and managed the comments to filter out the word donkey Ugh. and like gap and teeth yes. and like anything like that. So like, Her no, but like legitimately, like the internet is really, truly not your friend. It is a marketplace and it is, it's a, it's a, it can, it can find community, but I have no fucking right. problem block a clock. I call it. Oh my goodness. Clock. I can't. Yeah. I block. I have so many blocks. I'm just like, block. I don't need, I don't need that energy. No, but I'm I, do, mother, I do really like, I don't give a fuck about my teeth. I care that my kids right. are safe and fed and yeah. like, you know, hopefully sleeping through the fucking night. <laughs> but I do believe that unhappiness is the fastest pipeline to hate. And mm -hmm. I, I've said that to my children and I say it till I'm blue in the face. Mm -hmm. And it has taken me a long time because I get hate comments too. But now Every time I get a hate comment, I go, ooh, that person's really, really? struggling. Yes. Like they're really struggling because yeah. to sit behind a keyboard and actually make fun of someone, you're kind of hate yourself. Yeah. Like you really do because happy people don't do that. Happy it's people don't normal. gossip. They don't talk about other people. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about people's appearances. Well, then so what is banal. reality television then? I don't understand it. I never it's watch just, it. I know. Do you? I don't at all, but okay. then I got sucked into the Vanderpump thing, which okay. is just not- Well, on principle, that was very wrong, right? <laughs> right. Like I'm, that, for anybody even like- <laughs> and, and I'm probably going to get in the crossfire for this too. I think it was very wrong, but then they had this reunion and some of the things that were saying were so horrific to the girl who did it. Mm. Um, and I'm also, I think what she did was so wrong. Yeah, of course. It happens Both all the time. Both things can and be- it's, And it's horrible. Both it's happened things to can me. be true. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's mm -hmm. happened to me. I've, yeah. I've had to see that. But she doesn't need to go and like- I don't even know how I can say this. Go kill herself. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, is that it, what was said? It's it, it was it was that you're 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 not worth you're death. You're like, yeah, you're like yeah, not yeah, death. Yeah. You're like the slight. Like, sh oh. The words that were used were just really pretty disgusting. Okay, and you can say this is horrific and horrible what you did, and you need to get away from me. I never want to see your face again. Justified, right? But then to l drop to that level and then make someone like want to hurt themselves, I think is a whole different level. And that is something that we need to talk up and speak about because no one deserves to, you know, hurt themselves. And and I I know what it feels like to hate myself because of what other people have said to me. No, I've never done anything like that. But I just really do think bullies and I was bullied. And like you said about your teeth, yeah, I was bullied I was, about my weight. I was very overweight. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I lost weight. And like you said, because that became my identity. Mm. And I was like, well, if I stay thin, if I stay small, people will like me. Mm. And then what happened when I lost weight? I got on a TV show, right? Mm. So, and it wasn't because of that, but I, I, I looked like the right thing for that part. And I just think, yeah, I just think the bullies are- Are hurting. Are really hurting. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, it's funny, like she's has been- she been bullied yet? She, she has been bullied, but- she looks at them and goes, hmm, you're obviously having a bad day. Good for her. And I'm like, and you're like, I want to be you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, wow, because back in our day, it was kind of like, oh, that bully, I'm going to talk to that bully. Like yeah. our parents, right? They get yeah. so riled up. Whereas yeah. if she comes and says she's been bullied, I'm like, oh, that person must be really hurting Phoenix. Yeah. Because no one really wants to like make fun of some, like that doesn't feel good to make fun of someone. Yeah. You know, when you've ever like gossiped about someone, you're like, mm. That doesn't sit right, right? No, no. It's bad karma. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. I mean, it feels sometimes when you gloss about someone, you feel better about your life for a second, and then yeah. you're like, it's like it's a still high. feel worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that you have two daughters, um, and you're kind of, like you said, you're reparenting yourself in some ways. 
Um, so what's going on now? Like, where are you at? How are you feeling about your podcast? I mean, like, I'm ready to get back to work. I'm ready yeah. to, you know, I'm really looking at my social media, which is now at about like combined two and a half or like you two and a mm -hmm. half or three million. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what I love that I... you know that, by the way. <clears throat> I'm, so I'm kind of just doing it in my head. I'm like <laughs> math class 1.2 plus. Um, what do I want to use it for? Ooh. And I think before it was kind of like I was really mired in the whole small children thing. Mm -hmm. um, I am having an issue with my children being on social me media. Me too. Yeah, me too. Um, we <laughs> have had a big discussion in our household. Yeah. We let them choose how they – it's weird because my four-year-old doesn't really understand, but my 10-year-old does. So my 10-year-old mm -hmm. is very involved in – certain things we don't really show her very much mm -hmm. if it's a family brand deal we've discussed it that they get paid and oh. they they have accounts that now grows their money okay and i think you know what i would have been really happy if my mom was like here you're 18 years old here's x amount of money like that would yeah. be really cool or even you know but also 17, too, like 16. you earned the money yeah over time Okay, they so were part of it, so they deserve to be paid. Mm -hmm. I, I I love this. Um, this is something that I also agreed to with my husband. Um, although moving forward, um, because I've been making it so known about my feelings and stuff, I never specifically talk about um, families and new media. Um, right, like I've never really truly zeroed in on that. I've had people talk to me about it, but I've also felt like you know, I've done it. And mm -hmm. so how can I be like hundred percent? No. When it's like, this Sometimes is Sometimes they're a part of it, you know? So there's a very big difference between, um, being on set for 12 hours a day where you're doing your schooling and you're, you know, right. you're displaced from your family. Um, and all of the things that come with working in an adult environment mm -hmm. and, you know, sort of being in the home for a certain amount of time, you for know, 30 playing, seconds, honestly, drinking a, a, playing a with a reusable, doll. sustainable bottle yeah. and being like, yay for two yeah. seconds. Yeah. That's, that Those are the little things that they're part of. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm saying is like, I, I, I feel that. And yeah. like, and so I think everyone feels like there's that conversation that mm. needs to be had. I guess maybe it's the people that aren't having those conversations right. that are the ones that should be having the conversations. But, but it's also hard. Like, I, I think what people don't understand too is like, like when, you know, when you're, when you've built a business and sometimes your children are peppered into that business, the business serves the whole family. Oh yeah. It serves everyone, you know, yeah. and, and my children have freedom because of it. Mm -hmm. They get to see their grandparents. They get mm -hmm. to, you know, travel more and understand more about the world. And, and I'm giving that to them mm -hmm. and they are so minimally in my content mm -hmm. so they really are i've never they're really so seen minimally them. they were in the beginning when i didn't really understand it but um, i've seen but i've also seen them in like your posts and your stories and it's like we're keeping up with your the life. side of their face yeah. <laughs> you'll start to notice yeah okay so yeah. you're moving towards that got it yeah okay cool yeah i, mean, I, I think i'm moving towards that too but it's really hard when the holidays they can be the side of your face but fuck when the they holidays can laugh at your you can be so laughing. cute i know they're and like, so you know, cute they're growing up and like and the other I thing know. is what, it's not sponsored but it's like if the holidays come and they look super cute like you better believe i'm getting a photo shoot i know but then together. the thing is like could you do the photo shoot for your family rather than for the world and no. that's what's <laughs> you're like, no, I'm everyone a, needs to see that bow a, on her head. I'm a basic bitch and we are all wearing tartan and we are all sitting and, in front and of the just, fucking let's tree. Let's be real. Those photo shoots are hell. Hell. They're 
horrible. Horrible. And when I see people in them, I'm like, I know it was hell. So don't give me the BS that that was such a great photo shoot. I'm like, people are yelling. You fought with your husband on the way there. Yes. He doesn't want to be in it. He doesn't He's so help pissed. at all. Why do oh they never God. help? And he's so mad about oh, it. And God. then the kids are like, one more. You said one more. And, and wait till they get older because 10 is really difficult. Interesting. It's really difficult. They have one foot into adolescence and one foot into, into childhood. Into TikTok and they, Yeah, but no, we're not allowing any of that stuff. Please, yeah. <laughs> until like 16, 17. Yeah. But their 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 job is to push us away because mm. that's how they survive. Like that's the, so they're meant to be pushing the boundaries. Mm. And yet, you know, I always say this in conflict with my husband. Whenever my daughter says like you're annoying or you're an idiot or whatever, my husband gets very riled up because he was never allowed to say that when yeah. he was nine years old. And I'm always like, what part of that conversation grabbed you and made you feel like <laughs> you're triggered? He's like, no part of the conversation. He's like, she's just being rude. And I'm like. Let's just talk through it. Oh my God, know? this was me the other day. Let's just talk my husband it. was a is a former Marine or always a Marine. Marine yeah. veteran. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah. Okay, Mark sure I said that right. Anyway, he's a Marine veteran and he's just like always in like like that yeah. mode because just under the surface. Yeah. No, and so yes, those yeah. when the kids do that, right? He starts to get dysregulated. Yeah. And so I've widened my eyes and I've looked at him yeah. while he's been a little bit elevated. And I looked at him and I was like, we're being dysregulated. Yep. And so there's been, he's been so great though. To, to their credit, they're trying. I know. My husband's he, like, I'm allowed to parent my children. I'm like, not in this moment. In this moment, not we're going to, let's, let's fail upwards then. Yeah, right? yeah. And also too, like, I I think I read somewhere that um, men these days are spending three times more time with oh their my children. Goodness. My husband is with my kids all the time. And I have to let go of the fact that when I get them back, there are mats the size of my <laughs> Of my fist You're like, it's a in her hair. And I'm just like, huh, are we one day going to have to shave her head? Because it's so bad. I'm like, what part of the comb? You don't even get any of the comb into her hair. It's like, yeah, but she yells. I'm like, I know, but we got to get the knots out. Yeah. One thing that, so we don't do a lot of TV or anything like that. But when they get um, like kids YouTube, they get kids YouTube when they're getting their hair brushed. Yeah. I now believe so much into meditation and hypnosis because mm -hmm. when they are watching <laughs> YouTube, I could rip their hair out mm -hmm. and they don't even notice. That's crazy. Which is amazing what the brain does when it's really yeah. focused on a task. Yeah, it's true. Like I, I couldn't even get the tiniest bit of the comb in without them screaming mm -hmm. and I'm like ripping through it and they yeah. not even not even annoying. So there's the a stuff. tip for everyone today. <laughs> it's just kids YouTube. Honey, yeah. I am on that shit Just every kids day. YouTube when they are getting their hair brushed. Okay, yes. <laughs> or more than that. Or more than that. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. I just have kids that too much screen time is really it's, bad for their brains. So yeah. you just have to know your kids. That's true. You know, and like sugar is just the devil for us. So yes. we just try to. I was going to say like you guys must have a really wonderful wonderful dynamic uh, to be able to be as not you're not mobile anymore now you all have set roots down yeah, but yeah. like for a while you were yeah. and that must have really helped create resilience in your kids I hope so I mean we spent three months in Australia our plan is to like our joy our, our ultimate plan would be to do 50 50 mm. we'll be 50 50 percent um, in Australia 50 percent in America I just don't know how that's possible it's a with long school. Flight. Yeah, we're so Australians are so used to getting out of the country. It takes like nine hours. Like so, if someone's like, "It's a fourteen-hour flight," we're like, "It's so close." Like, <laughs> like Europe is twenty-six hours, and we're like, "Oh, that is so far away." Yeah, but fourteen is. hours is you just go on sleep, have a glass of wine, you're yeah. right there. It's, a, it's not even a full day. It's not even a. It's you sleep and you're there. Yeah. Like it's the same. It's fine. We're so used to being on a plane. Like it's just easy. But wait, didn't you tell me that you're not a very good flyer? I'm a terrible flyer. What does that? Mean? mean though i'm a i'm a i fly 40 times a year and honestly like yeah. i fly so much maybe not so much maybe maybe 30 times a year 25 yeah. 
But I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate the turbulence. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, people go, it's like a car. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but if the car <laughs> runs out of gas or there's an issue, you get out of the effing car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're in the air. You stop, drop, it and feels, roll. <laughs> you're like, it feels so not right. Not normal. Doesn't feel normal. Not normal at all. I need to be on the ground. Mm-hmm. I need to, my feet need to be planted. 100%. You know what I mean? I'm, I really I've need been to be terrified of flying for years and years and years. Um, especially, yeah, especially once having kids, oh then you goodness. really try to not get in your head so, about it. So do you, so you flew in, was there turbulence? I, I, I pay for turbulence reports oh, I'm now. I'm like crossing myself. No, there wasn't any. There wasn't any. I flew in really, well, I flew really early too. You it wasn't bad. But see, there's a turbulence, I pay for the turbulence report. It's for- <laughs> Wait, what? There's turbulence? It's called turbulence.com. Yeah. So there's a pilot turbulence report. Okay. And I pay $4. <laughs> That's great. I didn't yeah. know about this. So they download it to your phone, right? They need to be sponsoring you, by the way. <laughs> they so do. Um, but the problem is it was like this area that was supposed to be like moderate turbulence, which is, you know, there's a, <laughs> I, I know all the terms. So it's between 0.38 of what, I don't know, to like 0.76 is like moderate turbulence. So mm-hmm. mine today was supposed to be 0.57. So I was like, it's called not point. No, I just say not. That's Australian. <laughs> what do you say? Zero? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, so many not things a you zero. say. Not a zero? Yeah. Zero. Do you say yeah. aluminum? No. Aluminum. Do you say um, <laughs> capsicum? What now? <laughs> red, red pepper? Red, pe- just red pepper. Red pepper. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's yeah. red pepper. Well, I well, say capsicum. <laughs> I said capsicum. What's capsicum? Do you say budgie smugglers? We love you so much right now. This is hilarious. Oh God, you know who you remind me of right now in this moment is Luke Cook. Oh my God. We ha- I love you him. You must know him. Yeah. He came All of you show. Aussies know each other. He's funny. <laughs> budgie smugglers is like when you wear those board, like when you go to the, like the things that you go to swim in <laughs> sure. for boys uh-huh. and they smuggle their budgie. What's a budgie? A ball? Think about it. A ball? A budgie is all a penis? Of, all of the bits. All of the budgies and the yes. penis. The penis and the balls. Yes, we Aww. have so many things. We have something called, um, and I said this on my show, like bags not, uh-huh. which is like, I don't want to do it. Bags not. <laughs> yeah. You guys have the coolest slang. I, we just have, we make up everything. Wait, but that's like, not real? That's not real Aussie? Language? It is, but oh, okay. I don't know where it's come from. Okay. Like, what, what, what does it What's mean? The ep- epitomology or whatever it's called <laughs> yes. of the word? <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't know what we were talking about. I before, just but. loved it all, though. That was fun. <laughs> you know what happens? We were we were talking about turbulence. We were. We were talking about not zero eight. Z- so zero zero three six to zero five seven. Yeah, is moderate turbulence, and apparently they still have control of the aircraft. But if it goes into severe turbulence, they lose control of the aircraft craft in split moments. I don't know why I know this, and I shouldn't read this before I do this show. I was say, shit, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I know this. Anyway, so the turbulence report said that there was going to be a moment for 25 minutes, right? What, that's that there was going to be moderate, that's right? Almost, yeah. So when it came on, I have a watch, and I press start, the timer. <laughs> okay. I, I think my fear is stronger than yours. Okay. So for 25 minutes, I would watch that clock. To I think see, you're like, grooming me to have this fear now. But then when I got past 25 minutes, I was cool because I knew that like that turbulence had been over because I saw it in the but, turbulence but report. It, so, but you were experiencing the turbulence and that's no, when were, you pushed it? Or was there any even, turbulence? Even though they said there was in the turbulence report, mm-hmm. there was no turbulence. Girl, so you were inventing turbulence. <laughs> no, they told me there would be turbulence. <laughs> I paid four ninety nine. <laughs> I think you need your money back. I paid four. No, I, I paid you. twice actually. Actually, because there was like halfway through there was turbulence when the turbulence report said there wasn't going to be. So, <laughs> so I thought maybe it's updated. Yeah. So I needed to pay for 99 No, what's wrong? <laughs> ah! 
So I paid nine dollars for a crap turbulence report that gave me the wrong turbulence at the wrong time. They they will not sponsor you now. <laughs> it just but the first half was bumpy and the second half was not. Even oh, though the turbulence report said it would be different. Was it, how long was it for you? It was probably about four, four and a half. Hours, yeah. Oh, I wonder if it was, so from, so, cause I was going to say Austin to uh, LA is like three and a half, three hours and two, to basically three hours. I just chunk it up. I'm just like, yeah. anyone can get through anything in 45 minutes. Yeah. So I just think of the first 45 minutes. I'm like, anyone can get any through anything in an hour and a half. Yeah. I just, that's how I, so when I drive, like big drives, like, <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can, you can can figure out how to get rid of the body in 45 minutes. Yes, you can stuff it in a vat of acid. Although I asked my husband, I was like, is there any, is there real, is there such thing as a perfect murder? Hmm. I don't think so. Would you ever do like a true crime podcast? We had a true crime person on and it was fascinating. Yeah, you've had some really cool people on. Yeah, I like true crime, but then I start to get super into it and I always I always watch it right before bed and then mm. I'm I have a death fear it always have it comes in at like 11:30 at night. Mm-hmm. And I think about like dying from We talked like, about from this. 11:30. I remember we 12. talked about this on your pod. If I go to bed before mm-hmm. 11:30, I don't freak out by it. Mm, so if you sleep if you go to sleep before 11:30? Yeah. But sometimes then- I'll like freak Have you ever freaked yourself out about death so much you'll be like ah! <laughs> have you ever done that? I've definitely. Well, actually, a couple a couple nights ago, I do this thing where I wake up because I so I grew up in a, a very old and I thought was a haunted house yeah. in Connecticut. Ooh. So like hun- a couple hundred years old or something mm-hmm. like a hundred over a hundred years old. It was a farmhouse. My parents like renovated it. They found like a confessional yeah. in it and stuff like that. And like I always had this like weird thing where I would wake up in the middle of the night and thought like this like Quaker was watching me yeah. in the middle in the corner. And then come to find out my sisters felt the same way. And it was right around puberty, yeah. which when you do your work, apparently like ghosts like follow mm-hmm. you at your puberty years. And so I just was like always freaked out about it. And we would tell my mom about it. And she always said she had a weird energy in the house. Yeah. But she and my dad had a really tumultuous mm-hmm. time sometimes. So we thought maybe the energy was off just because the house right. had some of that. But it turned out that like she felt that way so much that she went and got somebody from the church to bless our house. Oh my goodness. That was part of like the exorcism, like, yeah. you know, like unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know, I tell the story, but like I will still wake up in the middle of the night thinking someone's in the house or like, you know, that there's. I've had some things happen and I totally believe, I believe in everything. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a God. I believe in manifestation. I believe in spirits. I believe in ghosts. I believe why oh, not? I, I aliens. Infinite I'm just like there's in so the many possibilities. But I woke up once that my my guitar was playing. Um, when I was yeah, and I I still remember to this day. I I was in. Um, I bought a, an apartment when I was seventeen, eighteen, because I was a child actor. So yeah. I moved out of uh, my parents' house at eighteen. But you were you were in in Australia in as Australia, a child actor. Yeah. Okay, that's so I bought interesting. like a three bedroom on the water, like nice um, so little cool. place. And I remember I was in my room and I just remember hearing ding, 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 ding. And I jumped up and there's no one in the house and my guitar was like still vibrating. Mm. And in that house too, the lights would turn on and off. Fuck And that. they say that if, <laughs> if it's like a child that lost their lives, Normally it's flickers because they're that height and they, that's all they can touch. Oh, fuck it, A. That's I know. Ridiculous. So I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Screw this place. Did you sell it after that? Or you I, just I, like- I, I left the country and, and someone else like lived in it. But oh I've my had gosh. To, and my last story, and I'll leave you with this one, because my husband's not a believer in ghosts or anything like that. I remember we were in LA and I woke up and I just had this 
horrible, dark feeling. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I believe ghosts are evil and good. Mm-hmm. And I saw a black figure to my right side and I was paralyzed. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. move. Like a sleep like a black, demon? Like must, it must have been something. Okay. And it went over me and out the window. And I didn't say anything. And I just was like, was I asleep? Was I awake? Sitting down having breakfast. Because I was like, I'm not going to tell my husband because he doesn't believe in this stuff. Yeah. He said, something weird happened last night. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he goes, I saw something standing to the right of you. <gasps> and it moved over us. And it was like a black figurine. Like, and it moved over us out the window. Shut up. I have to. I Exactly have to cor- what I saw. If I had said it to him, I would never have believed that it was true. But he said it to me. And I'm I, like sick guys. I was like, what? And I, I, from then on, I was like, it's real. I think certain people attract it though. Okay. Yeah, I believe that too. I feel like I it's the shine, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you let, and this was the thing was when I was growing up, I was very like heightened. And we grew up with like the sixth sense as like a movie that was a part of our yeah. millennial lives. Yeah. And so like, for me, I was always kind of like, if I can just, if I can feel this, I can turn this off too. Right, I just right. didn't, I, I was a very sensitive kid and I didn't want to be sensitive. Yeah. And like the longer I was a child actor and, you know, growing up, you had to kind of neuter your emotions about yeah. rejection and, yeah. you know, insecurity and like all the stuff that you started to mm-hmm. kind of compound on as like negative tapes yeah. playing in mm-hmm. your head. I kind of was like, I can just feel the pain and know that that's concrete. I don't want to live in like, the the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. and I think like there's just there's so many ways that that plays into our lives not even just as child actors but just as like women like growing into so how can we say that something's not real like we don't know right we don't know but do you want to know I guess that's the thing it's like it's like if if you hear something or if you say like you don't necessarily you can coexist (laughs) what about that woman on the plane what plane? What about the you know plane? the woman on the plane. On oh, TikTok. she she well she did. Think? So she did come out and she did say that she had a bipolar episode. Oh, do you think that she did, or do you think she was told to? No, <laughs> like I really I haven't. I I know conspiracy. people. I'm very close to people who are who are who've uh, who, yeah. yeah. And was she drunk? I don't know. Had she been drinking? I think maybe she was bipolar and had been drinking a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. I need to. Would you have gotten off that plane? Fucking A, yes. <laughs> would you have? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have been like, turbulence like, report. Uh, I'm out. I don't need the turbulence report. I'm out. If someone leaves a backpack, I'm like, I'm gone. You know I'm what? Out. Have you ever tried to leave a plane? I've left a plane while it was like about to depart. I don't know if I... I it I was think... for a stupid guy too. Oh, see. Not because of the plane. So not because of the plane. Yeah, it was because some stupid guy. And I was like... <laughs> but where did you, where'd your bag go? I don't know. <laughs> You're like, but I wanted him so bad. I didn't care about all my stuff. Girl, you know what? I don't even remember what, hey, happened, what happened to, to my bag? bag. I don't... I don't know. It must have came back Because I don't... I think you're allowed to leave until it leaves the gate, right? So it was about to push off. And Ooh, I was allowed close. to leave. I was about to leave. But they it was like a yeah. big thing. And I was like, nope, I need to go. He's about to break up with me. And I need to get off oh, this plane. Did like, he we still engaged. break up with you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just a long, a long... Uh, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Anybody did. that's going to make you leave a plane, generally, it's not going to be... But I would... I mean, I think I told you, like, we were going from uh, New York to Turkey. And we lost electrical power over the ocean and landed in... Nova Scotia, they had an aborted um, military strip and there Thank was God. no, yeah, but we were told that we were landing without being told where. Okay. And we were over the ocean. Oh. It wasn't like, hi everyone, we've Jesus. had an electrical malfunction. Everything just went dark and yeah. we just dropped. And then they said, please don't 
pull, please, please pull down your shades. And I was like, screw this. I opened up my shade, they're dumping all the fuel. <gasps> when we landed, I've got pictures of like all these um, uh, fire trucks outside. Cause I thought we were gonna explode. Cause there's no, like they, it was all manual. So mm -hmm. they, you know, how, how close was it? Was it a exactly? small plane? It was a seven, six, seven. That's a big one? Oh yeah, two aisles. Okay. Yeah, big oh, plane. Oh, it was like an international one. Big plane. Okay. And it's funny because Sounds they, like they kind of knew what they were doing though. When like we if they landed, were dumping the fuel, they found the place. Right, when we landed, mm -hmm. the pilot came out and said, that was something I've never gone through before and I'm glad we're here. Like I think it was a lot worse than we knew about and mm -hmm. they, the, the airline knew that there was issues before we left um, because there was all these weird shortages. Like there was, you know, uh, the lights kept turning on and off. That and was a little ding, kid. Ding, they, it was they a little saying, kid. They kept saying, it's a kid, it's a kid. <laughs> They're like, it's a kid. Right, oh, okay. <laughs> it was a ghost. Um, but yeah, I mean, they knew and it was in the news a little bit, but, mm. and they gave us a voucher. We, we waited seven hours on that plane because we were in the middle of nowhere. There's no airport. What, how did you, okay, so when you were talking to the person next to you, what was that like? I think the sound of a plane going down the silence, like no one's screaming. Um, it wasn't that we were dropping out of midair, but we- It's like a roller coaster we went, and you don't we, want to We take. dropped 10,000 feet within like a very short amount of time. My mom yeah. watches the plane when I fly. So she saw that after two and a half hours that we were landing mm. and we still had seven hours over ocean mm. to get to where we were going. Mm. So she was just- in hysterics. Mm -hmm. And then I have a picture of me outside because they let three people off at a time to get was to the air. Was this after children? Right before we conceived Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> and there's a picture of me doing the peace sign outside the airplane what in the middle of do? nowhere. What else are you gonna and do? And I was like, keep peace. You're like, I just beat death, yeah. okay? Knock I was on like, wood. Awesome. And then, yeah, and then we, and then we had Phoenix. Like, Wow. Is, is, did, did Phoenix, is that the name Phoenix come from sort of like that, maybe subconsciously? I think it was because she was such a big baby uh -huh. and she was just like everything about her was powerful. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this story. I used to write for a paper in Australia and I wrote this story about letter to my 13 year old self mm -hmm. and just about all the things that I've overcome in my life. And at the end it says like, and one day you'll have it. And then one day you'll rise like the Phoenix and mm -hmm. you will have a child and you will name her Phoenix because it will show you that out of, adversity that you will reign mm. and and people were like phoenix arizona i'm like <laughs> no no the bird the mythical bird like like yeah. harry potter phoenix yeah. we now know like, what no, that no. is <laughs> um but yeah she's she's every bit of her name and mm. you know did you know the name of your kids yeah before? like did you because we named the second one something different <laughs> and for a while uh-huh but did you, did they come out looking like the name that you picked? Um, that's an interesting thing. So my husband and I have always been very enchanted with Italy. Um, it was where we got engaged. Same, we got married there. Really? Yeah. Where? We got married in Florence. Oh, that's beautiful. We, he proposed to me on a gondola in Venice uh. and, um, and it was beautiful. I can't wait till the kids are like old enough to like appreciate it, you know, yeah, but yeah. we're waiting. Anyway. They'll yeah. never appreciate no, it. No, maybe not. Unless it's like <laughs> there'll be a gondola. Like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was it was a beautiful thing, and I'm about to turn forty, Tam. You are. I'm turning forty um, March twentieth, and I'm gonna party, and you're gonna be invited, and everyone's gonna be invited. It's gonna be amazing. And then I'm gonna go to Italy, and maybe that's maybe what I thought coming. I was gonna do. I was like, I'm gonna go to Italy for my fortieth. Yeah. Um, but didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look twenty five, so we're not going there.
It's the tape that's sticking it's, back my face, it's the face right now. <laughs> you know, I was so afraid to even like say the number. And I think that it was because... You still haven't said the number, so that's okay. I'm still not going to. <laughs> my kids you can I, Google it, bitch. My kids think I'm 33. <laughs> Perfect. My daughter's like, that's 33, right. right? And I was like, is this bad parenting? <laughs> <laughs> Will I screw her up? And does it mean she'll need extra therapy because of this? And I'm like, I don't know. So I kind of give them numbers, different numbers. I'm 84 um, years old. I'm like, no, I don't make, know. How old do you think you I am? You should tell them that you're way older than you are because then they'll think yeah. you look great for your age. <laughs> oh no, they'll be stressed and I'm going to die. Oh, good point. <laughs> My daughter's always like, don't die, mom. I'm like, I'm not oh, dying yet. I love that. But I married someone 12 years older. So it's oh. great. So I'm yeah. always, I always feel young. Yeah. Because I'm always like, he's so much older he than looks young though he does look young. I feel like I've seen him in your content he looks young and he your husband is a, a director and a writer and he's got a really great movie that's he's got it's nice I need to be nicer to him <laughs> you said this before it's not that I mean to him this is like the therapy I, at work I, I like snip at him Whatever. like they why did it. you dot 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 <laughs> I mean, and he's like, but I'm dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't do it the way that I dot, dot, dot. I mean, that's just called a conversation yeah. in my house. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, why? And I'm big on to like, tr I, I look, I know triggers is thrown away around so much, especially yeah. with child actors. But <laughs> I, I heard this amazing nugget of, of advice. And it was like when someone is aggressive or being triggered, get curious. Don't mm. get defensive. Don't. Let it trigger yourself, recalibrate your expectations and control your reactivity. Get curious what happened in that moment. It's not that you have to take the blame, but it's like if he gets so the other day he's about to leave and he gets really stressed and he like was like, uh, at the dishes. And it, I just wanted to say, like, don't do that. Why would you do that? That's aggressive. Mm. But instead, I should be like, oh, he's like so overwhelmed. Like he needs help, but he's mm. not asking for it. Mm. So why don't I just go do the dishes and like let him go do some work that he needs to do? Mm -hmm. You know, get curious instead of just teaching a lesson. Like it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be a teachable moment. Right. And that's even with the kids too. Like if my daughter's having a big, we call it a thromby, which is a South African thing that we say, but like a big thromby, which is like as big loud uh, explosion, instead of thinking she's a bad kid, mm. get curious about why is she having this explosion? It's not really about the thing itself. It's bigger than that, right? Mm -hmm. What's going on? And I think that doesn't mean parent without boundaries and discipline and solutions and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to parent with fear. I want to parent with love. And I want to get to the solution because I think the generations before us was kind of like, you're loud. That's bad. Mm -hmm. but children you're should upset. be seen. Yeah, and not you're, you're upset, and it's too. It's it's not. It's not perfectly packaged. Mm -hmm. That's bad mm -hmm. punishment. You know, yeah. and I just don't think it gives kids. My kids now go. You know, my my four year old's like, Mom, I need a breath. I'm feeling very angry. Mm -hmm. And if a imagine a four year old being able to do that, and then turning into an adult, mm. and then saying to her, whoever she has a relationship with, Hey, I need to take a breath because I'm feeling really angry. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying horrible things to her partner. Mm -hmm. So like if we can teach it young, I think hopefully that they can take it with them as they get older. And, and I mean, the world that they will <laughs> inherit will be very different. Than yeah, the world yeah that if is everyone now, can so. do that. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I mean, I can talk to you forever. I feel I like I this feel like you should go. This is so great though. No, <laughs> I'm just so, I'm so tickled that we were able to take this time and like that yes. you would come 
here. I'm going to sleep in your podcast. You're going to come here. We're going to have a snuggle uh, sleepover party because we both miss our kids when we're not with them. You'll key in. You'll be like, hello? And I'll just start flicking the lights. Ah, fucker. I'll just be like, click, 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 click. And you'll be like, it's haunted. And I'll be like, it's only me. <laughs> I'm just oh my god you're the best i love you <laughs> so much i have to it. move to nashville just so we can I hang know. out daily it's the best it is it you is really best. love it i don't know do you love austin i do i'm a writer i'm a um, i'm like a big I, we talked okay. about so it i mean you shouldn't move if you love it I, i'm gonna take it look at i gotta take it a one day at a time because yeah. um because i only know what's in front of me you yeah. know for like my mental health for my sobriety and like so far austin's been so good to me that I can't like we talked about it like I can't just change it yeah but I can look and I and I can keep and like you said get curious like keep looking and 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 keep experiencing life and um you know I'm I'm just excited for what's to come and what you are manifesting um I would love to continue chatting with you and keep you (laughs) I want you in the podco family I want to be here (laughs) except all your comments will be like they'll send a gif of something about me right a donkey for me what am i gonna get Um, i don't know like a like a like a 20 bird or something (laughs) what's a 20 bird what is i don't know know. is that an aussie it's a red 20 bird i just made that up now really that's because you You could literally make up anything and i would believe it okay you said i don't even know if i can even say this because i don't even want you to repeat it but is your what do you call your butt here my butt (laughs) my butt no it starts with an f my do you ever call your butt your fanny oh no but that's is, like a very old like, okay. like that feels like a very like um vaudeville like old okay olden days well do you know in australia it's the other side the fanny is your vagina yes <laughs> we say the word in my house okay <laughs> so you can't say like oh let me just smack your fanny right because in <laughs> where i'm from people would be like what? <laughs> Kevin's her sock talks fanny. <laughs> I love it. I just can't wait to see what they'll pull from know, this conversation. This will be great. Wait, when are you going to work with your husband? Um, he's doing a movie. He just got the interim agreement. So he had a movie that was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a part in that? Not, I do have a part yes! in that. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so we can we talk about it. We wrote a TV <laughs> show called uh, Aussie Girl, which we actually, um, Sony gave us a budget. To, we wrote it together and mm-hmm. we I, we co-directed it. So I directed half of it. He directed half of it. Um, it, it was when short form content was really king and now it's not like 10 minute episodes of a TV show is not really the thing. So we actually made it into a movie and mm-hmm. we put chapters between each 10 minute episode. Mm-hmm. So it's now a movie. It's called Aussie Girl. It's Kimmy Schmidt, you know, Amy Schumer type humor with a I lot of heart. That. That's kind of our, our shtick is it's darkly funny, but mm-hmm. it always has to have heart. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to release that. Um, I might have a, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, a book that um, we're talking about. It. I've I've written for years and years and years. Yeah, it um, sounds like it. I'd like to put my essays into a book. Yeah. Um, not as like a come look at my life, but just as a a, a lens of the things that I've gone through. And mm. I've, I just, I've always if wanted you, to do it. You feel called to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I have some opportunities that are on the table to see if I want to do that. Um, I have gotten back into music. Mm, uh, good. Which would be, you have a beautiful be voice. Nice. You have a beautiful voice. Yeah. Why do you? No. <laughs> You're only doing that because you're afraid to really go. See, let's switch the table. Okay. This is my podcast now. Okay. <laughs> you 
need to be acting. And look, this is great to have podcasts. It's awesome. <laughs> it's wonderful. But if you... Tr- it's safe. It's, it's safe, safe Yes, here. but safe is not... Everything that happens, and you know this, you're smart, <laughs> happens outside your comfort zone. If it feels hard, it's good for you. Mm, probably. So go on stage. Do something that like makes you feel uncomfortable. I think, so you're, I, I, think I need you as my life coach. <laughs> no, but for real, like we need to talk more need because do, I, do I need music, more friends stop. that... I have a lot of really... They're not like yes people. They're just people that make me feel really comfortable. No, I have but no I do need people. a friend like you. I have no comfortable But you're also like super sweet and nurturing and you're not like critical. This is what I love about you. I right. had a friend. Um, she's an actress and I won't name her name. We had to stop talking after years because yeah. she was, she loved me. I knew she loved me, but she was so critical of me and she wanted what was best for me. I don't think those people do. I think that they just... Perhaps, yeah. I don't know. But if it was even suspect to me with the way that those that information was being delivered... Um, you know what I had, I have, I have had disordered eating right. um, over the years and I, I got very, very thin. And I remember her looking at me and she's like, you lost your ass. And I was just like, oh no. And then, and then to me, I felt shame upon shame. Right. And at the time it was just like, I was already drinking so much that it wasn't good, but it was like, she gave it to me in this way that was like, really like kind of tough girl. Right. Cause that's her casting is like tough girl. Right. And so she kind of hid behind this whole like vibe and I just could never forgive her um, in certain ways that she would try to deliver hard truths to me. Right. But with you, it's like, I really do feel like you're just, you're a lover and you've got so much perspective oh. that I might actually fucking take your advice. I just think- Because I look, legitimately remember what you told me from like months and months ago on a podcast. It just makes me really sad when I, because I do it. So I see it in other people. It's very easy to do the things that make you feel safe because- then you don't have to fail. And people like us who were child actors, we didn't really fail for a long time. We were very successful really early. So it, so I'd never really failed until I was 20. I remember coming to America and I didn't have a job for nine months. Mm. And my mom's like, I'm not paying any more for your hair extensions. Oh, you're renting Beverly Hills. I'm like, my hair, my, my Beverly Hills apartment. She's like, you're done. Like you're going to have to figure it out. And I was like, wait, what? And so I... I think there's so much growth in failure. And I also think that who are you doing it for? Mm. Are you doing it for your audience? Like Mm -hmm. who the fuck cares? Like if you love something, the biggest, and I always say this to my husband because he's he's so on the precipice of doing such huge things. I Mm -hmm. said the biggest travesty would be, and this is why I let him free all the time, go do the things that you love. The biggest travesty for me is for him to live an unfulfilled life Mm. of, of what he was, we only get one shot. Well, I believe that. And getting to the point in your life where it's too late. Mm. And I met this person. uh, She was an air hostess and she was 62. And I said, do you like this job? And she said, I always wanted to be an actress. And I said, well, you can still do it. And she goes, "Mm, it's too late. Mm. And I'm like, and I kept talking to her and I said, no, it's not. You can still get on stage. But in a way, it kind of might be for her. Mm -hmm. And you never want to live. You can live with failure but you can't live with regret. Mm -hmm. And so I look at people who I know are doing (laughs) things that are like, I love writing. Book deals are great and podcasts are great Mm -hmm. and all these extra things and brand deals are great. But like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. Of course it's this Mm -hmm. and to talk, but Mm -hmm. are you here to do this? Are you here to entertain people or make people feel something, which again, you can do in many different mediums. But I think you're an actor. (laughs) 
Thank you. Right? You're still a podcaster. You can still be in hyphenate. For sure. Everything can be true. Right. Everything can you be can, true. You can it's be just a many different time. things. But it, yeah. And Thank if you, you want, if no, you want I to really do it, you don't that. have to go tomorrow. I'm going to go on stage in Broadway. Right? right. Yeah. 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 But you should do one thing every day towards your goal. Like I've, I've been a photographer for years, hmm. 20 years. How old am I now? 20 years I've been taking photographs hmm. and I've never had a showing because I'm so afraid of what people are going to say. And then I showed it to this one place in Nashville. They're like, oh yeah, we would definitely show your stuff. <gasps> and I was like, wait, what? My, my friend, like I'm doing to you, pushed me and said, she's a photographer too. She didn't say, no, I'm a photographer. She said, my friend is a photographer. I want her to have a showing and pushed me into this place. And I was like, no, no, no. And I don't really know what I'm doing. Although I I know what I'm doing. Mm. And yeah, so I'm going to fail or hopefully, I don't know. What is it, right? I just yeah. want people to see my work. That's so cool. So you okay. need to go and do one thing every single day that is just for something other than what you're doing right now. Whether it's through music or whether it's through acting. You okay, one I thing. will. I will do that. Thank you. I will. I, I promise you. we were shooting. <laughs> recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, that was really sweet of you to, to offer that to me. Usually, you're right. This is your podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Butterball and Tamster Sock. I love it. Take it, please. Um, thank you. They'll be that like, where's really Christy? They'll be like, she's on Broadway. I guess <laughs> I'm going to take over. She's for, doing shit that scares <laughs> the ever-living shit out of her, like I yeah. told her to do. You have to scare yourself yeah. at least a couple times It reminds you you're alive. You're you're right. You're Every time I get on right. that plane, it probably I'm, keeps you so damn young looking. I don't know. Because yeah. I'm just because you're 30, shitting my pants. <laughs> I'm cleansing. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait to see the things you're gonna do. Um, I love you, Tamin. Thank you for coming well, I love to you. Vulnerable, Thank my you. podcast on <laughs> <laughs> my show. <laughs> but we do. We have to shut up. We have to go. I know. They're okay. like, stop. We'll come back soon, please. I will. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for watching this episode of The Vulnerable Podcast. To check out clips from the pod, check out the Vulnerable Podcast Clips channel, and the YouTube link is in the description.